Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of Photo Taco on the Improved Photography Network. I'm your host, Jeff Harmon. Thanks for spending a few minutes of your day with me. In this episode, I'm going to go through a few changes that are happening with the podcast. And then I'm going to very briefly cover something I promised to listener Katie Shipley regarding her question about what new Mac hardware she should buy. She's in the market to buy a new Mac, and she wanted my suggestions on making sense of the options that are out there. So, all right, let's start with the changes. Several of you listeners have reached out to me directly on all the communication mediums I use to ask about the show, and I so greatly appreciate all of you for doing that. This is going to be the very last episode released under the feed that is separate from Improved Photography. So that means that the show feed you are subscribed to wherever you are at right now, whether it's iTunes or in any other uh, podcast player, if you've found and subscribed to the Photo Taco feed, which is how you're getting these episodes now, I so appreciate you and I'm so glad that you're there. But we're going to be making a change where the show is going to be released under the Improved Photography feed. So to continue getting Photo Taco episodes, you need to make sure you're subscribed to the Improved Photography podcast. And then Photo Taco, along with the other shows under the Improved Photography Network, are all going to show up under that one feed, that one subscription. So hope that makes sense. That's something that's going to be coming soon. This is going to be the last episode that will be uh, visible or released under that current Photo Taco subscription. All right, so make sure you go and do that. Uh, very soon, if you're not already, you probably are already subscribed to the Improved Photography Podcast. But if not, go subscribe there because that's the only place where Photo Taco episodes are going to show up. We're also consolidating the Facebook groups. And this is what caused, I think, a lot of people a lot of concern that maybe the show was going away. Instead of having Facebook groups for each of the shows and having to deal with the trouble that it is to moderate all of those groups uh, get out the spammers and the bots and everything from those groups, moderate the comments, all of those kinds of things. We're going to just do one group. We want to have just one of those. We'll only have to moderate one group that way. And uh, so I, I think that's going to be a, a helpful thing for us on, on this other side that had to do all that moderation. So you need to join, if you're not already there, the Improve Photography Podcast group on Facebook so that you can continue to see those kinds of things. I'll be in there. I'll be interacting with people just like I had on the Photo Taco Facebook group. Um, but that's that's where you need to go to. So those are the, the changes that we know of right now. There's some other things we're working on. We have some logistics to work through. So there may not be a Photo Taco episode for a few weeks. And uh, But be patient. I hope you'll stick with me. I appreciate all of you so much for listening. And I hope that you'll you'll come along with me as we continue to make some changes that uh, that we hope are going to improve things for the listeners. You should have less to have to subscribe to and go and monitor with, and um, so so that should do that should do a good thing. And we're going to continue working as an improved photography team to provide some really good content to you in the future. All right. Speaking of the improved photography team, need to pause here for a moment to thank the sponsor for this episode, the Improved Photography Retreat. 2018. If you've enjoyed Photo Taco, then you're absolutely going to love spending an entire week with me and the rest of the Improved Photography gang and some of the wonderful photography talent that's not part of IP that's coming to the conference, the retreat. In March 2018, it's going to be held in Charleston, South Carolina. So if you're hearing this episode as it's released in mid-June 2017, 
Tickets for the retreat are available over at improvephotography.com slash retreat for just $459. And if you're a subscriber to Improve Photography Plus or you attended the retreat in 2017, you can get $50 off that price. There are only 250 tickets available. And, you know, based on the feedback I've heard from the people who attended last year and the people who were interested or didn't quite make it last year, they're going to go pretty fast. So you need to head over to improvephotography.com slash retreat. Buy your tickets today. I really hope I get to see you there. All right, so answering Katie's question. She asked, I had just finished listening to the podcast and taking notes on what to look for when buying a new computer when Apple announced their new iMacs last week. So as I record, this is about two weeks ago. Now I'm confused on which one is best. I think the iMac Pro is out of my price range, so I need to stick with iMac. I love suggestions on what to buy to get the best performance in Lightroom and Photoshop. The top of my budget is $2,000, but I'd love to not spend that much if I can get per, uh, better performance for less. Okay, so Katie, the bad news is I don't think you're going to get away from $2,000 with an iMac. I think you're probably going to have to go all the way up to that $2,000, but at least we can get you something in that $2,000 budget that's going to go very, very well. So I want to start with, I don't want to start with that whole Mac versus PC debate that goes on endlessly in any photography forum, and forum that I've participated in, but I decided that I needed to just get this episode of Photo Taco out. And so I'm just going to go straight to answering Katie's question. And hopefully this is going to benefit others too. I, I chose to answer this question on the show because I think there's a lot of photographers who are wondering that maybe they were waiting for the new Macs to come out and now they're wondering, well, what should I get? What matters? So hopefully this will help more than just Katie. And, uh, and here we go. So the iMac Pro is definitely not for you, Katie. <laughs> it's not available. It's priced at a point that I consider to be like ridiculous and outside of most budgets that even, you know, very successful photographers, I think it's out of budget for them. And, you know, almost probably more importantly than the, the outrageous amount of money they want for that thing is by my own testing and by testing from the, my really good friends over at Puget Systems, who are PC guys, they're not testing Macs, but they've done some testing on the types of computers that that iMac Pro is made from, the types of pieces, the CPU in particular. And I actually do not expect Lightroom in particular to run any faster on an iMac Pro than they will on an iMac. So you're really going to be spending a lot of money and not getting the benefit for Lightroom. And it has to do with how Adobe has built Lightroom. And it would take some really fundamental changes at the foundation parts of Lightroom for them to make it so that it worked better on a machine like the iMac Pro. I think it's actually kind of likely that it's going to run more slowly on the iMac Pro. And so it would be a ton of money to spend without having the benefit might even be slightly worse than like a top of the line iMac regular. However, I hate how Apple does that iMac pro versus iMac regular, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, I wouldn't worry about that model at all. I wouldn't feel bad at all about it being out of the price range. It's, it's a new type of thing. They're going, uh, it's going to be super good for the video market. And, uh, and that's, if you're do a ton of video editing, then that's probably going to be very, very helpful for the rendering part. But for photographers that do still photos, even if you do a video occasionally or fairly frequently, it's probably still just not going to be worth the money it's going to take to buy that iMac pro. Anyway, for now, 
don't worry about that. All right, so you have a budget of $2,000 and you have a preference for Mac computers. So what should you invest in in the new models that Apple just announced? I'm glad to hear you wanna go iMac and not MacBook Pro because even though I love my MacBook Pro, I have a 2015 13-inch MacBook Pro and it is my baby. I love it. I really, really love it. The portability of it, yet still has enough power to run Lightroom and Photoshop. It is a beautiful machine. I'm so glad I got it in 2015 because the 2016 changes that were made to the MacBook Pro, I didn't really like that much. And I just, I like the one that I've got. It's beautiful. I love it. It's a great, great machine. But when I'm home and I don't need something that's portable at that point, I really love the power of having a desktop computer and an iMac being a desktop computer, they can put some things in there that they just can't put in the laptops. They can put much bigger CPU, more power hungry memory. It's the power considerations that are a big deal to Apple. They really want to make that battery life go well, which is why I love my MacBook Pro. The battery life is very good in that 2015 MacBook Pro. And since you don't have to worry about the battery life in an iMac, they can put some beefier pieces in there, things that are going to run a Lightroom better. And so I'm really glad that you're making that choice to go with the desktop version of an Apple computer in an iMac. And it's going to be my recommendation across all types of computers. The desktop computers are going to give you more price per, for performance than, uh, than a laptop will. And you can get some laptops that are specced out with like desktop types of components to get the performance to be kind of equal. But the mobility goes way down. The battery life goes way down. There's some big trade-offs there. And uh, it's just a desktop computer is going to be better for your money, get more performance uh, for your dollar than it will be in a laptop. And so, so I think that's the right decision. I'm really glad, to, happy to hear you say that. If you don't need a laptop, don't get a laptop. If you're not constantly needing that mobility, then don't get a laptop, get a desktop computer. All right, so as you go to buy a Mac here in mid-June 2017, the first choice you have to make is the screen size. And you have two choices, which is nice that it's only two. It's kind of a good thing that a lot of people like about Apple computers is the choices are more limited and that helps them because they just don't know that much about computers and they don't have to choose between all these different types of pieces and parts that go into a computer. They wanna make a few choices, buy a computer and have it work. And here's the first choice. It's a 21.5 inch screen versus a 27 inch screen. And without question, I highly, highly recommend the 27 inch screen. If it is even remotely possible in your budget, if you have to stretch your budget a little bit or a lot to get to that 27 inch, it's worth it. It is really, really worth it. A 25 inch screen, it's a beautiful screen. The higher end models are very nice, but the 27 inches is a big difference that just, it's a massive, massive difference. And if you've never had one that large, then you won't understand, but I'm telling you, it is huge. It is a very, very big difference and you're going to want to go there. So that puts us right off the bat in some danger of the budget, <laughs> which is why I said $2,000. You're not going to get away from that. Um, the entry level, the base model, they have three major models of the 27 inch version and that base entry level model is already at $1,800. So we're right at the edge of the budget just at the, off the bat when you decide 27 inch screen. $200 within the budget, we don't have much to upgrade that we can upgrade inside the computer. So we're already kind of limited on what we can do, but it's okay, you're gonna end up with a really good computer still. So the next choice then is between three base models. All three are Retina 5K displays. So you don't have to make that choice either. They're all exactly the same screen. 
I'm a little worried about this display size because Lightroom in particular struggles at higher resolution. So running Lightroom at a full 5K size, it just doesn't do well. It doesn't draw upon the power of the graphics card very well. They did make changes to, to add some acceleration, graphics acceleration to Lightroom specifically for this reason, to make it work better on higher resolution displays. But to so far that that kind of works somewhat on <laughs> some models. I can't speak to how well it works on these new iMacs. They're not out in, in the wild enough to have reports back. But that's, that's the reason that I commonly recommend the 2K screen which is actually a little higher than 2K, but anyway, not 4K, less than 4K, but bigger than full HD on the re display resolution because Lightroom just does better when it's not on that really high resolution display. It performs much better. So there's options to deal with that. I'm not going to go into that here, but you can go uh, listen to some other Photo Taco episodes about that, and I'll put some links in the show notes. Um, Still though, 27 inch iMac, I definitely think the screen size there, which means you're gonna get a 5K display and you're gonna wanna enable graphics acceleration to, to try to make that work as, as good as you can. And that's what I will definitely recommend is that 5K display, even though I'm a little worried about the performance. Okay, so you can't choose the display resolution, but now you can choose the memory and the hard drive. You can't even choose the CPU in the base model. So the upper two models, you can, can choose to upgrade to the CPU, but in the base 27 inch model, you're stuck with the CPU. And I would put the CPU and the, the storage as numbers one and two in importance with regard to running Lightroom in, in particular. Unfortunately, the base models of these Macs, all three of these 27 inch versions, are fit with a fusion drive, and that's only like partially solid state. There's this little tiny bit of it that's solid state drive, and the rest is like normal disk. And I can't recommend that one. I mean, if you have to, if your budget dictates that you just absolutely cannot upgrade and add any money to this, then the fusion drive is gonna be okay. It's gonna function. It's not like Lightroom's gonna stop working but you are gonna give up some performance and, and you're gonna have a little bit more lag, especially switching in between photos um, and, and in some of the cases in the sliders. So uh, solid state disk SSD is absolutely a, essential to me in getting the most speed out of Lightroom. I think it is the most important factor on computers right now. If you don't have an SSD drive, you're really giving up a lot in Lightroom performance. So that $1,800 base price on that lowest 27-inch iMac is going to jump up to $1,900 immediately because I want you to upgrade that one terabyte Fusion Drive and get a much smaller but way faster 256-gigabyte SSD. So I would definitely recommend that upgrade. Now, the problem with 256 gigabytes of storage is that it's not enough to hold more than... I don't know, a couple of photo shoots maybe, kind of depends on what you shoot, what your style is, how many shots you get out of a photo shoot. But there's not gonna be a ton of space. You're certainly not gonna store all of your raw files that you've taken over all of your, uh, your photography shoots. You're not gonna store them all on your computer. So that's, that is a downside. You're gonna have to spend some money on an external drive in order to, uh, to make it so that you can store all those photos. And even the one terabyte drive, even if you'd stayed there or went even to the two terabyte fusion drive, they're just not big enough to keep a huge amount of history of, of, and your photos on your computer. So no matter what, you're gonna probably have to do that. So I just recommend the 256 gig SSD 
for those that can afford it, probably worth it to go to 512 just to give you a little bit more space to keep your active photo shoots on your internal hard drive in your computer and get the most speed and performance out of Lightroom. But 256 is enough. That's what I have on my MacBook Pro and it's just fine. It's no problem. I can have a photo shoot that I'm editing on the go in, in that, no problem. And then I, I move it off to uh, slower storage or cheaper storage through the USB ports. Now you do have an option with the Thunderbolt 3 ports on any of these iMacs so that you can add really super fast storage. Probably really, really close, if not the same, speed that you'd get out of that internal hard drive but it's there's not many options to do that right now they're pretty expensive and so I just I recommend the workflow I recommend right now in June 2017 is to use it you, you know the SSD storage on your computer for your active photo shoots when you're done doing the photo shoot you're done processing it then you move those photos from your internal hard drive on your computer out to an external drive and it could be like a USB 3.0 drive at that point because you're not actively working on those you're just keeping them and then you you know you, you tell Lightroom where they are so that it knows where they're at but you can do a four six eight terabyte drive for a much more reasonable price if you go USB 3.0 for that so that's kind of the storage situation is kind of one of the most important factors and I think you need to spend that extra $100 to get to that 256 gig drive. All right, so next is the CPU. That's the next most important factor. And on, like I said, on that base model iMac that we're on right now, that 27 inch base model iMac, you don't get to choose the CPU. You are fixed on the one 3.4 gigahertz core i5 that bursts up to 3.8 gigahertz. And it's still a really good CPU. That, that CPU is going to be, be pretty good. It's going to be enough to, to really do a lot in Lightroom, have the sliders be pretty responsive. I really wish Apple offered the upgrade to the i7, but even if they did, it probably would go over budget for you here in, in upgrading it. So on that base model, you don't have the choice. Could you go to the next model up? Yes, you could. That middle model offers the upgrade to the core i7 but it's going to put you significantly over budget along with the other, the next one I'm going to recommend in memory. So I say, yet yeah, I think you're fine just with the core i5. I really would rather it was a core i7 if we could get it in there, but with the configurations and the pricing that Apple's got, you just really can't get there on the 27 inch model and be remotely close to your $2,000 budget. All right. So the next one is memory. And I, I value this one then above trying to get, uh, into busting the budget for the i7 CPU. Uh, with the memory, the base model is 8 gig on all three of these 27-inch iMacs. It just isn't quite enough. I mean, you can get by. It will work well. It's not like Lightroom and Photoshop won't work. But if you want to use Lightroom and Photoshop together, and especially if you're going to round trip between them with high megapixel photos, maybe doing panorama work, those kinds of things are very memory intensive and you are going to run up against the eight gigabyte limit at times. So if you, if that's not a big part of your workflow, you could save the money here, not upgrade beyond eight and you'll, it'll work. It'll be good. But I really think in order to kind of future proof things and make it so that you can do editing however you'd like, it's really worth going to the 16 gigabytes of memory, which means you're going to go over your $2,000 budget on this 27 inch iMac by a hundred bucks. It costs $200 to add that in and you're going to be at $2,100 without taxes. So with taxes, it's even go more than that. But I think it's totally worth it. And I would absolutely go that little bit over budget in order to get that 16 gigabytes. Now, a note here, um, 
a few models ago, a few years ago on the iMac, I might even have suggested this. People would probably say, well, don't buy the 16 gig from Apple because it's way overpriced from them. You can get the same memory and install it yourself and upgrade for much cheaper than the $200 to go from eight to 16. And that used to be true, but Apple's made some decisions. They've designed the new iMacs where there's no longer a panel on the back of the iMac to make the memory user accessible. So you can't just take a screwdriver, open up the panel, and there are the memory sticks and just swap them out. It used to be a fairly simple process. There were still people that were uncomfortable doing it, but it was fairly simple. No longer the case. You now have to kind of just, you have to use special tools to separate the screen from the panel and it's not super trivial. It's pretty tough. In fact, it's it's a tough enough thing. I'd be worried to do it myself. I'd really would not. I wouldn't want to do it. So uh, I I highly recommend you've got to get the memory you want in it. If you really want to future proof it, you probably should go all the way to 32 gig of RAM. And that you know the benefit goes down from 16 to 32. It's not nearly as much a benefit as you got from 8 to 16. So in your case, Katie, specifically, and since $2,000 is your budget, and I really want to try to get there, I'd just say 16. That barely puts you over budget, and you'll be great. It'll be fine. If you can afford, for other listeners, if, you can, if it's in the budget and you can go an additional $200 or uh, actually on, the, on this 27-inch, it doesn't even offer it. Um, but if you can get to 32, then, then it's, it's something to go for. It's, it is a place to spend your money along with going to the core I seven. If that's in budget, I would do that. All right. So if Katie, that budget is more hard than that, you just don't have room to go even probably what three, $400. If you include taxes over budget over your $2,000 budget, then let's go and consider the smaller screen size. Again, I'd really recommend the 27 inch, but Budgets are budgets, and if you really want to have a fast-performing Lightroom, and we got to be under that $2,000 budget, that 25, 21.5-inch screen's not terrible. It's it's good. It's still going to look very, very good. It's just the 27 inches a much nicer screen size. Um, all right, so what I can't recommend is that 21.5-inch base model. You have three model choices again, and I can't recommend the base model because it's full HD. It's only full HD. It's hard to believe I'm saying that, but yeah, full HD, you know, I know, I remember it wasn't very long ago when that was a luxury, but that's not the case today, and it's just not enough resolution. So I don't recommend the very base 21.5-inch iMac screen. So we're going to go the middle model there. And that starts out at $1,300, which is a, we have, that means we have quite a bit of room in your $2,000 budget, right? So hopefully that means we can upgrade the SSD and the CPU and the memory and get to a really good photo editing computer. And yep, we actually can. You can configure that middle 21.5 inch iMac with the better Core i7 CPU, the 16 gigabytes of RAM, and a 256 gig uh, SSD drive. And it's right at $2,000. So pre-taxes, we're not breaking the budget. It's actually like a dollar under at $19.99. Now, but when you add the taxes on, you are that will take it over that $2,000 budget. So... If you, again, have that hard, hard budget, and I totally get it if that's the case, then you can back down on the CPU from that Core i7 to Core i5 again. Uh, like I said, I'd, I'd rather have it, but when budgets are happening, I personally would choose between the Core, I would lower that to the Core i7, have the 256 gig SSD and the 16 gigabytes of RAM. 
and then you'll be, you'd end up at about $1,700 then, which you add the taxes on and you're going to be under your $2,000 and end up with a very good computer at the 21.5 inch iMac. All right. So there you go, Katie. That's, that's how I would go through it right now. Those are the choices that I would be making. And uh, I hope that was helpful for you. I hope it was helpful for other listeners too. As a quick reminder, you can suggest topics for the show through the Improve Photography Podcast Facebook group, not the Photo Taco group anymore. That one's closed down. So imp- Improve Photography Podcast Facebook group. Uh, for now, we'll see. I'm, I'm not sure where this is going to end up. You may, you can Instagram through at uh, Photo Taco Podcast account, and you can email me phototacopodcast at gmail.com. We'll see if uh, we consolidate their things there too. We may. No question too basic or too complicated for the show. If I don't know the answer to the question, I'll see about bringing an expert guest on the show to go through it. And don't forget, forget to check out the other podcasts. We have the Improved Photography Podcast. Portrait Session, Tripod Latitude, which now are all very conveniently going to be in a single podcast subscription in the Improved Photography subscription. So that's going to be helpful. You don't have to remember the names or go try to find those episodes now. You'll be able to get them all in one feed and consolidate it down. Uh, Also take time to head over to the mothership, improvephotography.com. It's what makes all of this possible. If it wasn't for improvephotography.com, I wouldn't have the Photo Taco Show. So go, go support the show by heading over there. Every single day there's articles being published that are very, very helpful. I'm learning constantly from the, the things that are coming out from improvephotography.com. It is the best way to improve your Photo photography. Taco. Views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of Improved Photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Olay!